The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This morning on the third hour of today, fierce competition. Simone Biles bringing her A-game to the U.S. Gymnastics Championships today as she gets one step closer to the Paris Olympics, and we've got your preview. Then, grooming for the guys. I want them to feel confident. Craig meeting an entrepreneur whose family inspired a booming business. Plus, supersized superfoods. Our Joy Bauer showing us how to double the size of your burger and chicken parm dinner while actually making it healthier. Today, Friday, August 25th, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. to the GOAT. Olympic great Simone Biles is back in action and tonight she'll be competing in the Xfinity U.S. Gymnastics Championship in San Jose, California. And she's not alone. It's the most decorated lineup ever. NBC's Emily Akeda is inside with the very latest I have to tell you, this is some serious competition this year. Absolutely. Good morning to you. All eyes will be on the formidable force that is Simone Biles, seven-time Olympic medalist and fresh off her win at the Core Hydration Classic a couple of weeks ago. But she won't be the only big name out there today. Suni Lee, Jordan Childs, others will be in the mix as well with less than a year to go till Paris. It's the next step in her historic comeback. Simone Biles set to take the floor in the U.S. Gymnastics Championships later today. Fresh off her all-around win two weeks ago at the Core Hydration Classic, Biles is reminding people why she's the most decorated gymnast ever. It felt really good. But Biles isn't the only star at this year's championship. All-around 2020 Olympic champion Suni Lee, as well as Olympic teammate and silver medalist Jordan Childs, are just part of this powerhouse field. Competition is fierce to qualify for an elusive and exclusive spot on the 2024 Olympic team. This competition will allow all athletes that compete a chance to make national team. And what that does is it qualifies them to go ahead and compete and try out for Worlds come this fall. But aside from all the athletic star power that will be on display in San Jose, this competition offers an opportunity to shine a positive light on a sport that has been riddled in scandal in recent years. We have been failed and we deserve answers. Speaking on Capitol Hill in 2021, Biles slammed the, quote, entire system for enabling sexual abuse. While acknowledging what has happened in the past, we can still continue to move forward and be strong. In the Tokyo Olympic Games, Biles stunned the world, withdrawing from most of her events in 2021. Biles saying the pressure and emotional toll of the Olympics led to a case of the twisties, where gymnasts can get disoriented in the air. I had no idea where I was in the air. You could literally see it in my eyes in the pictures. Like, I was petrified. She's since used her platform to highlight the importance of mental health and seems to have her confidence back on the mat. Now, all eyes will be on the 4'11 Dynamo, who will try to twist, turn, and explode her way to another championship. Remember, this is an individual competition, so each gymnast will be throwing every skill they have to put themselves on the podium, hoping to make the national team, which sets them up for worlds. And they say, you know, this is 
potentially the most competitive I mean, chance run with all of these veteran gymnasts. Sure. Remember, uh, of course we remember Gabby Douglas, yes. the yeah. gold medalist. Well, she's been posting on social media her training on the bars. Oh, so she is it. eyeing Paris 2024 as well, even though she won't wow. be at the competition today. But this is some fierce competition, and I am here for it. I know. Yeah. I know. The golden age of Team USA Gymnastics continues. Sure. Continues. Oh, these continues. girls have been tumbling around and practicing for this moment since they were, you know, absolutely. four or five years absolutely. old. Exactly. And we're seeing older gymnasts compete as well, yes. which is really cool. Their careers yeah. are stretching They're out longer. longer. So we're seeing some real veterans. Good stuff. Cool. Here. We yeah. like yeah. that. Thank Emily, you thanks. So thanks, much. guys. <laughs> and you can watch this all-star women's field, including Simone Biles, at the Xfinity U.S. Gymnastics Championships tonight at 8 Eastern on Peacock, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. All right. Speaking of sports, by the way, yeah. uh, in case you hadn't heard, the U.S. Open, it mm. starts on Monday. And you, yeah. you had a huge day yesterday. It was, a, it was a busy day yesterday. I was all over New York City talking to the greats. The New York Open, yeah. or the New York Open, the U.S. Open is here. I had a chance to sit down with the great Billie Jean King, the legend. Uh. She is, as the kids say, an icon living. I mean, she is just, I mean, she. we were talking about this earlier. She's responsible for so many things, yeah. for not just women in sports, but just in life in general. Mm-hmm. Such a trailblazer. Um, so we talked about her accomplishments. 1973 was a pivotal year on the 50th anniversary for that. And then I went straight uh, to a USA uh, or US Open kickoff event at the Lotte Palace um, in New York. It was so beautiful. I emceed a couple of rounds of pickleball among some tennis legends. We had Carlos Alcaraz, who, by the way, just won Wimbledon. He played alongside Venus Williams. Can you imagine just having a good time playing pickleball inside of a hotel? My twins, um, Uche and Clara, they were ball kids, so they were given... They were giving out the trophy. They dressed the part. They dressed the part. My little guy's walking around trying to get people to sign his tennis ball. That's great. He was like, Mom, I'm going to save it forever and ever and ever. So, And listen, these players are very gracious because mm-hmm. obviously they're here yeah. on a mission. But yeah. they took time uh, to talk with fans there um, at the Lotte Palace. So it, it's, it's going to be a good season. That was great. And yeah. by the way, people should check out on our, our Twitter the your interview with Billie Jean King. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank it's, you. It's terrific. Yes. All right. And she was rocking those Roker glasses. I told her. Uh, they're Billie Jean. I'm, I'm rocking Billie Jean King. I Fair enough. That's the way that works. Well, coming up, we got Vicki Wynn here with new guidelines you're going to need for school this year, keeping all our kids safe. Plus, in our series, The Upside, Mr. Melvin meets the business owner who's revolutionizing the world of black hair care. A little too late for me, but the rest of you <laughs> may benefit. Third hour today, I'll be right back. He's got products for you. With back-to-school season underway in some districts around the country already in session, NBC News senior consumer investigative correspondent Vicki Wynn is here this morning with best practices to help ensure our kids' safety. Vicki, good morning to you. Good morning. We talk a lot about pens and paper and backpacks and all of that, but let's talk about our kids' safety um, you know, as they prepare for a new year and head back to the classroom. Yes. What First we thing we want to do, look, you might have had a change in your phone number or your address. So you want to contact the school and make sure you've updated all of your emergency That's contact true. information. Maybe you have a new pediatrician. So not just the school, but any back to school programs, any sports teams. Just make sure that everybody can reach you in case something happens yeah. with your child. The next thing you want to do is practice, practice, practice with your kids. What's your phone number? What's daddy's phone number? Mommy's phone number? What's our address? And do it under duress. I like to catch them off guard. You know, they're doing something. What's our phone number? Because here's the thing. If they have to give That's the phone true. number to a grown-up, 
they might be stressed, you know, and so it's good to practice. Yes, pop quiz. Exactly. The other thing is, look, I know everyone's busy, but if you can schedule time to meet the people that will be taking care of your children, even if it's 15 minutes face to face, that is a great thing. It'll set your child up for success in the classroom as well. And then this is an important one. And PTA.org has a whole list of 20 questions you should be asking your principal, your superintendent to get the conversation going. What are the protocols if there's a lockdown? What happens if, you know, there's a report of something happening on campus, whether it's weather, an active shooter situation? Unfortunately, those are the times we live in. You want to know what your kids should be prepared for. And, of course, pay attention to what Al and Dylan are telling us about the weather. Sometimes people don't think about it, but inclement weather can be a whole thing that throws off your daycare schedule, your work schedule, and your kids' schedule. So let's get the kids to and from school as safely as possible, either for walkers and for bus riders. Yeah, this might be the year your kid gets to walk to school with a buddy or by themselves for the very first time. This is another one where you should practice and role play. Make sure your child is actually paying attention and able to walk to school. It's not about age. It's about their awareness and their ability. What Maturity. I like to do yeah, is, is yes. walk alongside them or behind them. Pay, are they really looking left, mm-hmm. right, left before they cross the street? Are they paying attention to the lights and the signs and the crosswalks? Because if they're not, maybe it's yeah. not the right yep. time for maybe them try to start. To keep them not wearing earbuds. Absolutely yeah. not. Sure. That's a no-no completely. They need to have complete situational awareness if they're walking to school. The other thing to remind people is if there are no sidewalks, sure. walk facing traffic. Mm-hmm. If yeah, you can always. pick a route where you can see the drivers, the drivers can see Good you. Advice. Teach yep. your kids that it's okay to make eye contact with the person who's behind the wheel. That way they know that person is stopped. I can cross in front of you. This is the other big reminder. If your child takes, oh, and of course, wear the the bright clothing. Make sure they're not wearing gray on a dark, rainy Mm -hmm. day or black. And also, if they take the bus, you've got to teach them, even when the bus stops and they're getting off, they still need to look because more than 40 million times a year in this country, drivers are blowing by school buses with the stop sign out. It's incredibly dangerous. And if you are a driver, pay attention. Give a 10-foot berth at least anytime you see a school bus with the flashing lights, with its stop sign down, because you know what that means. There are going to be kids in that vicinity. You also want to talk to your children about reporting unsafe behavior in school and, and even around school as well, right? Yes, absolutely. We were talking about how they should certainly report anything that they see that's suspicious. But you have to role play with your kids because they don't want to be a tattletale. Right. You know the saying about snitches. Right. They get stitches. So <laughs> these- Was that how it goes? <laughs> and end up in ditches. Right. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Add it on. Add on a third scary thing. But the thing is, kids are exposed to all kinds of stuff in school. And I don't care if it's an affluent school or a less affluent school. They're bringing vapes. They're bringing gummies that look like candy and, God forbid, weapons. And your children need to be aware. They need to observe. And they need to know what is a safe avenue for me Mm -hmm. to tell someone, whether it's a grown-up, a teacher, a counselor at school, or whether I'm telling my parents what are the safe channels to report something anonymously. Kids need to know that it doesn't have to be traced back to them. But if they see something, they got to say something. Same thing, stranger danger. Have that conversation. If someone comes up to you, they want to offer you a ride to school. They want to offer you to go see the puppies in their car. that's a definite yeah. no and a red flag. Teach them how to get away, how to say, no, help. This is not my dad. That's something you've got to teach your kids to say because it gets people's attention. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes you hear a kid saying no, no, and you think maybe they're having a tantrum. Yeah. But if, if you're you saying, hear that, yeah, oh, we look. Right. And what's bullying, the conversation around bullying? Vic? This is an important one, not just to have with your children, but also to understand what is the way that your school handles bullying. Mm. And if your child has an issue, you should not be shy as a parent to advocate for your children and try to get results. Some schools do a much better job of promoting kindness as a culture. Some don't. And that's where you as a parent have to be able to step in for your children. It's really 
really good advice this yeah. morning, Vicki. Yeah. Vicki, thank you. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. Uh, when we come back on this Friday morning, a business that's changing the game when it comes to guys' grooming products. It was started by a fellow who comes from a family, a long line of entrepreneurs. And then a little bit later, if it's Friday at Superfood Friday, Joy Bowers here with some ideas to up the nutrition factor on some of your favorite foods. And apparently, Mr. Roker, that includes burgers. I'll see you there you go. Third hour of today, right back after this. This morning in our series, The Upside, Craig, you got a story about a business owner who was well, you might say groomed for success. Oh, I like that, Mr. Roker. That's right. Michael James was raised in a family of entrepreneurs, so it's no coincidence. His mission in life is growing his own business. With Frederick Benjamin Grooming, he's paying tribute to his grandfather while filling a need in the market, catering to men of color. These are the first set of products. So this is our uh, regimen for dry scalp and hair. Michael James, a former brand manager for beauty and personal care companies, is the creative behind Frederick Benjamin Grooming. The industry veteran leveraged his experience to start the hair care, shaving, and beard product line in 2010 with the goal of empowering men of color to look and feel their best. When people use your products, how do you want them to feel? I want them to feel confident, to feel that sense of pride and grace that my grandfather had. His grandfather, whose name graces Michael's company, and what originally started as a side hustle, using barber shops as the backdrop for getting feedback on those early formulas, grew in 2016 to become a full-time job. Frederick Benjamin is my grandfather, who was also an entrepreneur in South Carolina. In fact, Frederick Benjamin Shumpert was a black man who ran a turpentine-turned-lumber mill business in the Jim Crow South. He started his business in 1939. I was fortunate enough to watch that operation at, at an early age. And as I understand it, also fortunate to be able to actually uh, give paychecks on Friday sometimes. That was a highlight of my Friday afternoon. I got to stand on the porch watch the guys gather around and call their names and they'd come up I'd give them a check so that experience and that memory like sits sits with me what do you think that taught you being able to see my grandfather and then later my parents operate a business helped me understand that this was attainable and lumber wasn't really kind of my thing <laughs> but i knew something entrepreneurial would be would be great so michael went the route of owning the grooming experience offering solutions specifically catering to the unique needs of melanated skin and hair how would you describe your products clean natural grooming products for men with dry g scalp or coarse curly hair we're without petroleum, sulfates, parabens, and things of that nature. And like our pomade is water-based. I had the chance to try some of Michael's best sellers. And this is our daily hydrator. It's not thick and it's not thick and greasy, and you can. Oh, it's got a nice scent to it. That's right. Oh, I like that brush too. That's a nice brush. And then this is fast becoming our number one product. It adds some hold and some nice shine. Does it reverse gray? Does it? <laughs> doesn't do that yet, but we're working on it. Oh, you're right. <laughs> In addition to online sales, the grooming products are available in big box stores, Target, and Walmart. Seems like you might be in a pretty good spot now. Definitely be 
bigger opportunities, but bigger challenges. You have two daughters. Are they watching them and thinking, maybe I should continue the family tradition of entrepreneurship? Before I moved into this warehouse, they would come to the storage unit, they would go to the post office and watch me drop off orders for the day. If they want to take it over and if it's still available, by all means. But at least the exposure is what counts. Is it true that one of the girls carries around one of your products in her purse all the time? Nola, my 17-year-old. What does she carry? She carries the pomade. It sleeks down her ponytail and it gives her that shine. Where do you see Frederick Benjamin grooming in, in five, 10 years? Skin care, body care, and in a lot more stores. What do you think uh, Frederick Benjamin Shumpert would say about all of this? Well, my mother says that he would be extremely proud, and that makes me more than proud. Mike's a good dude. He's yeah. a good dude. And full, dis- full disclosure, I've been using his products for a while now. I actually switched to, not to endorse a product, yeah. but I use it. And they're, they're clean. Well, I'll just open it. It smells, it smells good. Yeah. Yeah. His website says, we aren't new to this. We're true to this. Oh, so you could still. Yeah. I was about to say, that might be my New Year's resolution. So he wants to have, uh, he wants guys to have access to products made of natural oils and other ingredients right. and no irritants like drying alcohols uh, and other chemicals like that that really sort of mess up your hair. I Such a great that. he made it. We could, could be a he there made it, go. right? Jill Martin, where are he's, you? He's good looking enough. <laughs> You're a mess. All right, coming up next, it is Superfood Friday, and we always love it when Jill oh. tells us to eat more. So she's super supersizing our dinner, including chicken parm. She'll show you how to do that today. And we're going to catch up with Becky G about the inspiration for her upcoming album, a very exciting career milestone, and much more. We'll be right back. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is Constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
You know what time it is? What time is it? It is time for Superfood Friday. And this week we are supersizing some classic dishes by making them not only healthier, but bigger. Bigger. Yes. Bigger. So we have our nutrition and health expert, Joy Bauer, with us. Good morning. Hey, Joy. And we're starting with a good burger. Yes. Okay, so this is the before. It's a standard burger, and it looks so tasty. It looks really good. But we could actually poof up the volume and deliver more nutrition and flavor. Drum roll. Drum roll. Come on, Al. Drum roll. Drum roll. (laughs) Boom. By adding a grilled portobello mushroom cap. And when you think about it, it's the perfect size, right? It's circular. It fits snugly right on top of the patty. You can put all your fixings on it. You get double the eating experience, but for more nutrition, more fiber, and more flavor, I think. No, it's fair. You don't even know it's there either. It's like portobello perfection. I like that. I love this one, yeah. I love grilling some sausage at a barbecue. Yeah, so we're tackling the sausage now. Of course, the nutritionist in me wants to say this is a poultry sausage, but no matter what type of sausage it is, I am going to magically turn this into two, and it's basically a trick on a stick. Abracadabra! Boom! So, what you do here is you slice up your sausage, Mm -hmm. whatever sausage you you have, you're going to split it between two skewers, and then alternate it with whatever large vegetable chunks you have. And it's really like a win-win, right? You're, You're Showering your body with antioxidants and vitamins and minerals, but you also get a more fulfilling and satisfying eating experience. You're right, Joy. Boom. I see that, and I'm like, we should do that. Yeah, and it's so easy. And by the way, you can use any vegetables that you want and any marinade that you Mm. want. You know, there's no wrong turn. You like it? I do like that. It's really good. You put it on the grill. On the grill. On the grill. But you can do an indoor or an outdoor grill. Now, Joy, here's the thing. I take my coleslaw seriously. Okay. I think I'm about to create a new viral thing. Oh. The other night, mm-hmm. I needed something for dinner, right. and I didn't want to fuss, and I was tired and exhausted, so I opened up my fridge, and I saw that I had a mound of coleslaw. Okay. okay. So what I then did was went to the store. What I didn't did. <laughs> what I... What I went and did, done. <laughs> I'd be going oh, to the store. I haven't had my coffee. Did you say what I did? I said, what he said, what I did. What you got? Keep going, Joy. Tell us what you done did. Joy Bauer just said what I done did. Joy Bauer gets What I created was I took a rotisserie chicken. I shredded the meat and I mixed it in with the coleslaw. So I'm calling this crunchy chicken slaw. That's what I'm talking about. Would you stop? Oh, my God. And, and this works with any store-bought coleslaw or any homemade coleslaw. And it's so good. And basically what you've done is you've taken two everyday food items mm-hmm. and you've created a protein-packed complete meal. Do you Yum. like that? Isn't that so great? You take two and make it more. <laughs> oh, my God. This is delicious. Like it. It's thing. a thing. It's a thing. Crunchy chicken slaw. I like what you done did here. Oh, my God. I cannot. I like what you done did. <laughs> Joyce, what's up? I'm canceled. No, Joyce, Joyce. No, you're not. What you doing? Oh, man, I love you guys. Oh, my God. So, last but not least, yeah, the beloved comfort food. I'm taking on chicken parm. The first thing I'm going to say is instead of having a fried chicken parm, the easiest thing that you could do to sort of healthify it is to order it grilled, unbreaded with all the saucy, cheesy goodness. Will they do that? They will. Any restaurant will do Uh, that. They'll look at you funny. (laughs) No, 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 they won't. They're probably used to it. And you could also do it. In your home as well. Okay. But you could poof up the volume mm-hmm. and then, again, 
um, mm. incorporate a slew of nutrition by just layering mm. on a mound of sautéed spinach underneath. Mm. Oh, And then okay. Popeye and your taste buds will be so happy, <laughs> I'm telling you. You snuck in the vegetables. Though, Every right? Yeah, exactly. Thing. You I've sneak in the vegetables. Delicious. All winners. Thank you. And like, you're not just saying that because you feel sorry no, for me for these because of these guys. No. Guys, this is, it's like, you see we're walking around with all of our plates here. Yeah, yeah. and I I just, I love the fact that these things are so easy. Yeah, very, very, very very good. And nutrient dense. Well, if you want more information, just head to today.com slash food. Delicious. Hey guys, guess what? Becky G's coming back. We're going to catch up with her about Mm. changing the game as a young woman in the music industry and her first ever headlining tour. Third hour today, I'll be right back. The City Concert Series on today is proudly presented to you by City. Well, global superstar Becky G has taken over our plaza this morning, and it has been one mm-hmm. heck of a Friday. Yes, Singer, actress, activist, entrepreneur with two critically acclaimed multi-platinum albums and just exclusively announcing on our broadcast the name of her next one, Esquinas. 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 <laughs> Thank you. Her music already racking up nine Billion, billion streams worldwide and she's done this at the ripe old age of 26 yeah. old wow. becky good morning good morning, good morning guys so great that you hung out we thanks you thank you so much no thank you so, so you know you got out of, you got into show business talent and ambition but you you didn't start off this way you you were out there working early to financially like a lot of folks help their families absolutely yeah at a very very young age it's crazy to think about i was nine when i decided to pursue this professionally wow. Um, but I'm one of four four kids. I have my two brothers, Frankie and Alex, and then my baby sister, Stephanie. And then uh, my mama, I know, they're the best. They're literally my best friends. But, uh, but yeah, we're all so close in age, and I don't know how, I don't know how my parents did it, managing, especially me, wanting to do all these things and then having three other kids. And so, um, yeah, we, we, we did it. We did it. Yeah, you yeah. did. I mean, you mentioned, like, wanting to get into it at nine. So you're, you're 14. You signed your first major label deal. Yep. Now you're 20, as Al pointed out, you're the ripe old age of 26. <laughs> as you look back over the last, you know, 12 years, is there something that you're you're most proud of? Mm. Something that really stands out? Um, I think just the fact that it's been that long and I still feel like I'm just getting started. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think there's something really special about just the evolution throughout all these years, being so young in social media, kicking things off on the internet, getting discovered, and then still feeling like I've got so much more to learn and I've got so much more to explore um, and to experience, you know, in in this life. So it's honestly, I feel, I think, more inspired now now than ever. Well, what what haven't you done yet that you want to do as you as Ooh. you look ahead? Oh, I've been so lucky. I mean, I've on the artistic side, I've gotten to collaborate with so many incredible artists throughout my career. I've gotten to travel the world. Mm. I think one thing that would be more fun uh, would be to travel without having to do the artist thing. Because oh. oh. usually, when when you travel as an artist, you know, you're seeing mainly like the inside of hotels and the venues. Yes. Oh, that's and a really airport. good point. Yeah, and I like I'm a foodie and I love yeah. coffee. So okay. going on this this. U.S. tour is going to be really fun because I'm going to wake up on the bus in a new city every day and I'm going to go on food crawls and try tacos everywhere. I was just about to ask you that. I mean, because (laughs) listen, you talk about evolving. I mean, now, you know, you're headlining your own tour. Like that's a that's a moment. 
It absolutely is. You know, like I said, going back to collaborating with so many artists, I've gotten to be the opening act for so many amazing artists. And they all just kind of really let me explore their stages and learn throughout these years that finally going on my own, I feel really, really ready. I have a, new, a really good taco place here in New York City. After this. Ooh, well, tell me all yeah, about yeah. it. <laughs> Before we came on, you were talking about how this, this new album is inspired by your grandpa. Yes. Uh, and, and this regional Mexican music and, and that it's for the 200 percenters. Yes. What, what is that? So um, I think there, there was a clear moment in my head that I remember where I decided I don't want to be 50, 50. It doesn't, that doesn't really do justice to what I experience as far as pride goes for where I come from. And where I come from is I was born and raised in Inglewood. I'm an LA girl, but I'm also Mexican and very proud to be. And I got to be the, you know, live on La Esquina of, of that cross, those cross streets of two flags, two cultures, two languages. And it really has shaped me to be the person that I am today. And I think that, you know, the American dream didn't necessarily start off as a dream. You know, there's a lot of sacrifice, a lot of pain, and a lot of us, you know, mixed ethnicity kids, we genuinely carry so much more than just our own dreams. Mm, that's good. And so this album for me was kind of like a love letter to to my grandparents. I love that. To my culture, and then also to the, the next generations to know it's never too late mm -hmm. to learn about our roots and to celebrate them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. You know, one of the things that's, that's fairly obvious about you pretty quickly is you're only 26 years years old but it's like you've got this six-year-old wisdom mm. and a 26-year-old body <laughs> and then i have like a six-year-old no, no, no. but you're such an it. old soul it's and it just it shines through. we were talking about your your, your late grandfather mm -hmm. and it, the impact that he had mm -hmm. not just on you personally but on your music as well tell me about that how did he how has he impacted your music yeah so uh the the anniversary of his passing is actually coming up this september and he was a huge catalyst as to why i thought it was the time it was always a dream of mine, and it was so, always something we had spoken about, all, all four of my grandparents. And they would always tell me, you know, ¿Cuándo la música regional, mija? ¿Cuándo viene? ¿Cuándo viene? And I would dabble in all kinds of things. I even did, like, K-pop, Spanish yeah. music. <laughs> Why not? And my grandparents were like, come on, mija, what is it coming? And <laughs> finally, yeah, finally, I was like, you know, I feel like it, it really is time. And I started this project literally, I want to say about two and a half years ago. And when he passed, I was like, we, we, I got to hone in on this. I got to really just dedicate myself to it. And, and yeah, now it's, it's going to be for the world very soon. Wow. Congratulations. You were here so 10 much. years ago, full circle. So great. Good. So here. thankful for those moments. Yeah, Thank you. Home. Thank you. Tickets for Becky G's tour are on sale now. And her new album, Esquinas, Esquinas, yes. that's right, is out this fall. Third hour today. I love right it. Back. You ready for a special edition of Let's our Star Trek Walker shoutouts tomorrow? International Dog Day, so we asked some of our walking community to show us their oh. furry walking buddies. Okay, first up, we've got Sue in Massachusetts who hits the road with her good boy Stanley. Stanley! Sue and Stanley! All right, next we've got Paige with her golden, golden doodle, Denver. Goes everywhere with her. Paige and Denver! All right, Janet and Erica love going for walks with their dogs, Hannah and Bambo. Oh, oh, that's Erica Lovins. Oh, there you go. Oh, it's Erica. Our, 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 I know her. Assistant director, our AD. She started by uh, Steve from uh, New York walks every day with his sweet pooch, Maggie. Steve and Maggie. And finally, we got Deborah. She says she walks with five poodles every morning all year long. Deborah! Deborah.
That's right. Rain so much, she stepped into a poodle. Thank ah, you to all our welcome. walkers and for sharing your furry friends with us. Join our Start Today community. Scan the QR code to sign up our newsletter or head to today.com slash today. And we've got a special group in here. Come hey, come on. Come on, come uh, Matt Greenfield oh, and his son shy. Nathan. Hey, oh, he's oh, a little shy. Hey, tomorrow, it's fifth birthday. Happy birthday, birthday Nate. Next week, we've got Darius Rucker. Nate's going to celebrate by running away. All right. But Greedy, do you want to come talk to us? What? No, <laughs> run away, Greedy. Run away. Right. Happy right. birthday, Have Nate. a good weekend. Bye-bye. It's like, no. Happy birthday, buddy. It's like, no. <laughs> I love it. There they are. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's a good move. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.